Hey, Josh Felber here. Got an amazing video for you today. If you've ever thought about how to improve your mindset from a energy standpoint, how to improve how you're feeling from a health and energy standpoint, as well as you want to feel better, look better, today's guest is going to really blow your mind. He has a ton of amazing information talking about ketosis, uh, talking about brain energy, talking about health energy, uh, weight loss, whatever that may be for you. So you got to check out today's guest, Frank Yosa from Ketone Aid. Uh, amazing interview. We dive into his background, how he's growing the company, and then how it's going to help you in the long run. So hey, guys, also too, if you support freedom, the Second Amendment and everything else, got to check out today's sponsor, Tactical Gear Market. Tacticalgearmarket.com has everything you need, whether you're arming up, whether you want holsters, gear bags, uh, any kind of accessory for your everyday concealed carry, whatever that might be, check out tacticalgearmarket.com. You are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. Welcome to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and the success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business today. Super honored and excited for today's guest. Frank Yosa is a serial entrepreneur who has an incredible track record of success in a number of fields from real estate to highly technical photography for National Geographic to one of the very first cloud-based storage systems available to the public. Frank was also an elite division one track athlete who currently incorporates biohacking to stay competitive in all his endeavors, including a vegan ketogenic diet, rockstar levels of over eight millimolars on a diet alone, as mentioned in a podcast with Dave Asprey, CEO of Bulletproof, where Frank made a cameo at the end. He has a unique ability to find a path where others have failed. Frank knew this could be the perfect challenge for his unique skill set. He has recently created Ketone Aid to leverage the incredible power of ketones, the athlete's perfect fuel. So I'm excited to welcome Frank Yosa to Making Bank. Hey, thanks for having me. And thanks for being a customer as well. <laughs> for sure. Well, I've used it for a long time and and I always like the uh, response that I've gotten off your product. Uh, so super excited to have you on the show and uh, really discover what makes this stuff tick and you know how we can continue to optimize and be more successful and healthy and everything else. So, yeah, yeah. Where should we start? Yeah, for sure. Oh, give us a little bit of your background. Obviously, you're a serial entrepreneur like me, so I always got to dive in a little bit and understand kind of what got you started on that path and what really took you down that road. Sure. Yeah. So my real people ask me, you know, are you a chemist or doctor? What's your background? And I say, oh, I was a real estate agent. So the way I got into this is my wife's godfather is Dr. Richard Veach. And he was working with the NIH for about 40 years trying to develop a, a ketone drink that would simulate a ketogenic diet, but in a bottle without having to change your, your, you know, what you eat. And his comment was that people were designed to have ketones in their system. They weren't designed to have a McDonald's around every corner. So drinking ketones raises your blood ketone levels, similar to um, a fasting multi-day fast or a ketogenic diet. So anyhow, I was initially trying to help him, but, uh, you know, with venture capitalists and he just thought that someone should just give him $20 million and he didn't understand. But the pitch went something like this. We think people will spend $60 a day 
drinking something that tastes like vomit. <laughs> and, you know, CBD was hot seven years ago. So that pitch sounded a lot better and everyone went that direction. And I had some successes with a previous cloud-based storage um, uh, website. And I said, well, why don't I just put my money where my mouth is and why don't I go and do it? And that's how it started. Uh, two years of research and development because this drink dave astry spent twenty five thousand dollars for one serving that wow you paid you know 30 bucks for uh, <laughs> we actually made the servings now more like two bucks because it's so powerful and after two years we did an indiegogo kickstarter campaign and sold one hundred and fifty thousand out of the gate which took us another six to nine months to make it and catch up and for the next three or four years we were catching up and frequently sold out and now we finally have inventory we've grown up we've, we've scaled up and just a couple of weeks ago we announced a sponsorship of the number one cycling team in the world so we went from our slogan being we don't sponsor athletes we get athletes sponsored because we'd literally be the secret drink that would get them money from you know the red bulls and right. Masters, to going straight to the number one team in the world so that was a you know we had to kind of change our branding a little bit there <laughs> when we went uh went big time like that and then I got to go to the Tour de France and 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 be in one of the race, one of the cars that are ahead of the peloton by a couple miles and going sixty miles per hour down these hills in the in the Alps. That was pretty crazy. That's super cool. There's just alone. <laughs> that's probably a whole other story there. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, so it it sounds like obviously starting the company, you know, as you guys kind of got it going really just probably trying to figure out what were some of the biggest challenges as you guys were growing. I guess obviously it's it, it, the ketone ester from just my research is newer on the market compared to like the ketone salts where a lot of people right. were headed that direction. That's what you always saw a lot of over the years. Yeah. Well, so one major hurdle was the chemistry, being able to figure out how to scale that up. And we had three to four labs, R&D labs from around the world, sometimes on the exact same task. How do you get this this material from this material and sometimes two of them would say oh it's impossible but then one or two of them were able to do it so by mm -hmm. having multiple teams competing if we would have done it sequentially it would have been you know even more years sure um so that was one big hurdle the other big hurdle was you mentioned it the ketone salts um dr veach was quoted either in the asprey podcast or the ben greenfield he only did two podcasts i i brought him to the podcast kicking and screaming he said why can't people just <laughs> read my goddamn papers. Why do I need to, you know, talk on the internet? Right. <laughs> well, you need to because the consumer world thinks that somebody else invented ketone ester. So you better step up. Otherwise, you know, and he didn't really care, but I finally got him to go to that. And he said he wouldn't touch the ketone salts with a 10 foot pole. And the ketone salts came out first and he was working with them 15 years ago and just threw them in the trash because he thought that they were not worth it. Mm. And so part of the challenge has been trying to overcome some of the myths that have been sold by all these ketone salt companies. Even uh, there's even the company that sends out mass spam claiming that they were on shark tank, that all five sharks invested in their keto pill company because it melts fat and all that stuff. People have gotten that email five times and they think that it came from me. I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> they were never on shark tank. Shark tank even created a, like a, a mini advertisement saying we did not promote these keto pills. They are fake. That, I mean, it was that bad that they had to work. Wow. And all that misinformation of you drink this drink and you're burning fat. These companies say, Oh, you drink this drink and you're in ketosis in 30 minutes. 
and it's you know technically correct, but the consumer is thinking one thing, and you know they're hearing ketosis. Ketosis can be defined as ketones in your blood. You drink something, and yes, ketones will be in your blood. Sure. Or if you're on a multi-day fast, you will also have ketones in your blood. But one way to make ketosis is drinking it, so exogenous ketosis. Another way is to burn your fat to make ketosis. So when you say ketosis in general, the consumer hears fat burning. They think that they're drinking the drink and they're burning the fat to make ketones. It's like, no, you're skipping fat burning and you're delivering ketones to your blood, which have uh, other benefits, Mm. but not fat burning. So much so that I even put on our new can, we're coming out with something called ketone water uh we kind of jumped around here a little bit but our, our main drink the ke4 tastes that's like the one i've used tastes really nasty <laughs> yeah. so we're now making a super diluted drink that tastes good and i even had to put on it this drink will create exogenous ketosis but it will not create endogenous ketosis in other words it will not burn fat for you <laughs> like i had to put that on the can because there's so much misinformation on podcasts about ketone ester being better than ketone salt so then they take all of that misinformation bring it over to the ketone ester, then just assume that it just burns even more fat. And mm. it, just, it doesn't do that. So you have to kind of rewire expectations based on the, the misinformation that's been out there. So based on that, what results should we expect from, you know, a, a, right, the so, ketonate or a ketone water or a... Yeah, so this is the, the main drink, the KE4. And then we also have something called KE1, which has six times more water and you can dilute it and it tastes fine. The KE4 tastes really rough. It, got, it was so strong. Initially, we were supposed to take an entire bottle, if not two, but people started taking one and two capfuls. The cap accidentally became the measuring tool. And we ran out of these caps and the manufacturer was like, oh, we'll just give you the smaller caps. I'm like, no, no, it's, it became, you know, the measuring A tool. tool. Yeah. Um, and so just uh, many different ways. So the Tour de France riders use it for recovery immediately after their workout. So that next day, they feel you know much more fresh. They also take it before bed, but a regular consumer will take it anywhere. Some people will take it for appetite suppression effect. Mm. So it won't, it won't uh, burn fat, but it'll help you skip lunch. If skipping lunch is hard for you, if it's easy to skip lunch, you take the drink and they're like, it didn't do anything. I'm like, what'd you expect it to do? Like double skip? Like, you know, you're already skipping. You already don't have a problem. It's not going to do anything, you know, for you for that. Sure. Um, but people take it as a nootropic, so for, for mental, many people over the age of 30 have a certain level of blood glucose metabolism issues with their brain. Their brain can't fully run on glucose. Mm. So they might only be fueled by 70 or 80%. So there's this concept uh, from Steve uh, Kuhn, Kunane uh, called the brain energy gap, where the brain yep. is not being fueled the last 10, 20%. Ketone ester will bypass that blockage. It's just a different pathway. Go to the brain and help fuel you back up to 100%. If you're already at 9,900%, you actually might not, you know, notice much of a difference with regards to, you know, the nootropic effect. So recovery, skipping meals, uh, brain fog, um, people use it to help multi-day fasts. They take a small amount every couple hours until their system has already made enough ketones that, you know, adding more ketones, you know, won't do anything. And then ironically, people take it immediately before bed was an hmm. unexpected result and they were able to track 30 minutes more deep sleep. Wow. Um, you have to take a tiny amount. If you take too much, it turns into energy and then it makes your sleep worse. And my wife was cleaning the closet one night around midnight. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, the ketones kicked in. I took too much. <laughs> and I'm like, oops. Um, so you take a smaller amount, even like half of a cap full and people on their aura ring, I'm not wearing mine right now. Yeah. Um, 
can record, you know, deeper sleep. And, you know, separately, I think I sent it to you over there. We started a separate company a year ago called Hard Ketones. Oh, yeah. This is what is yeah. a really neat new product. It's the world's first ethanol free alcohol, which is a really confusing concept, which, you know, has a lot of learning that we have to do or explaining that we have to do. So all beer, vodka, wine today, all all alcohols you've ever consumed in the last thousand years are all ethanol based. People tend to equate the word ethanol and alcohol as if they're the same thing, but they're not. Alcohol is an umbrella. So you have rubbing alcohol, mm. you got hand sanitizer alcohol, and you have ethanol, and ethanol is what you drink. Ethanol converts to acetaldehyde. That's one of the, the main toxin of right. regular alcohol. It's what makes you hungover. It's what gives Asians the Asian flush or Asian glow, the red face. Uh, from drinking alcohol, they can't break down acetaldehyde. It also has many addictive properties, the acetaldehyde. So this is ethanol-free. So this new alcohol called R13-butanediol converts to ketones in the body, but happens to also have as a side effect a buzz. So you get a buzz with some benefits of the ketones. Uh, I wouldn't use a pre-workout or while on a bike, <laughs> but for it's more for like an unwinding after work type thing. And that one's really, really exciting because we've helped people get off of their only one drink a night. Uh, they don't want to call it an addiction, but you know, every night they have sure. to have a drink to unwind. They take one of these and they, their craving goes away for that one or two. And even one lady, one bottle of wine per night. Wow. She was able to switch over to this. And after a month, she actually switched straight to water and she's like, sorry, I'm not drinking your thing anymore. I'm like, well, you went to water. That's great. Like you went from a bottle of wine to two cans to water and now she just brings it to you know parties as you know bring byob huh. so that drink is uh is super exciting i think i sent you the i sent you the the newest one is the champs the champagne flavor uh so you sent the oh mule so ginger mule, mule and then the seltzer flavor and the seltzer and a regular seltzer yeah yeah yeah. Um, so those, I wouldn't take those before a podcast. I would take, I would suggest <laughs> taking you know, 10 or 15 mLs of the KE4 for a nootropic type effect. People find better word retrieval and just more creativity. So a half so, a bottle is okay. That's usually what I use. <laughs> of the no, K that'd be way too much. That's, that's, that's way, way too much. much. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, of KE4, yeah, that'd be too much. So a third of a bottle or just a capful. One quarter beef. No, no, no. You're you're a little bit bigger, and for the nootropic effect, that's different than one capful is for the appetite suppression. Effect. Okay, but for the brain, you might need two or three capfuls, which is about uh, a fourth of the bottle. Gotcha. And there's some uh, some uh, Rhonda Patrick who's been on Joe Rogan. She was talking mm -hmm. about ketone esters, and you know my hits skyrocketed for the keyword ketone ester on that day, and she would take the entire bottle and she was talking about how she would fall asleep after the podcast. I'm like, no, you're taking too much. It's excess energy. Like she thinks she said that after 40 minutes, the ketones drop. So it goes out of your system. No, it just starts working after the 45 minutes. Um, and she was just taking way too much. So more is not, uh, always better with, with the ketone esters. That's interesting. Well, no, and I think that's great. I mean, cause as obviously as entrepreneurs, I mean, we're always pushing hard. We're, you know, running our companies, doing 10 jobs, <laughs> kind of a whole thing, especially on startup, you know, as a startup or anything. And so, you know, having something that helps you, you know, have a clear mind, you know, giving you that extra energy, you know, when you need it, I think is, you know, super important overall. Without the caffeine, because anybody can load up on caffeine. But right. The is caffeine, you get a, a spike and a crash. And Tim Ferriss said best, it's, it's a drug. So what goes up must come down. And 
ours is not a drug. Ours is a, a more efficient fuel source, kind of like an electric engine instead of a dirty, you know, sugar-based uh, diesel engine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. As you're building the company, I mean, where do you guys see your success compared to a lot of the other companies out there? I mean, we talked a little bit about you know, uh, bad marketing and things like that, that, uh, you know, a lot of these other companies are creating a misconception about what keto ketones do and everything else. So how do you guys like really setting yourself apart, um, you know, from what's out there and, and leading to your success? The marketing message is tough because it's very, very appealing to make all these nice graphics of what it does and just mislead and just get all these funnels and, and sell, sell, sell. And I, I've talked on my podcast um, on my YouTube channel on things you should buy before buying the ketone ester, you know, things you should do before <laughs> buying our stuff. And it's just like, they go do those things. They find improvement. They're like, Oh wow. Now I trust the guy. Let me go buy the stuff now. So the marketing message is very different than the traditional Madison Avenue. And maybe it's for the worse. Uh, who knows, but we're doing pretty well. We just sponsored the number one cycling team in the world. So we yeah. can't be doing that poorly, but it, the marketing message eventually we want to see if we can go retail this thing is so mm. new that we don't know whether the the can or the bottle can explain itself uh for a customer and it's going to be two to three times more than a regular you know this might be two to three times more than a regular cheap hard seltzer that's in the store so can we convey the benefits that you know the value is there it's all about value sure and if you're not going to be hung over you're not going to you know drink one can and then feel the need to drink six uh, we had one recovering alcoholic said, hey, if I had a six pack and I drank three sips of a beer, the six pack would be gone. It's just, there's just no stopping it. And he'd wake up thinking about the six pack. Mm. With this drink, he was able to drink half of a can, put it in the fridge, next morning forgot that he had it. And, you know, it doesn't make you forget or anything. But, <laughs> um, and it's just, you know, that's, is that worth a couple extra bucks? You know, I think so. And maybe with volume as well. Uh, you know, some of these manufacturers require you to make a commitment of a million cans all at mm, once. Sure. And it's just like, you know, to get the price down significantly. So that is also part of the problem. Do we want to lose money or how much money do we want to lose making smaller batches so that we can get up to the million units? So that's also fine balance. How much margin, if any, and, or how much loss am I willing to take yeah. to to drive sales? And I'm not, I'm not doing the venture capital backed approach because because of you know that's a whole other half an hour podcast, so everything's internally funded. But there's there's always a you know I wonder if I should just cut the price in half, lose a bunch of money, and you know make some sales in the in the future that'll come back. So we'll see. Sure. No, it's you know and that's, those are kind of decisions. I mean, uh, we never took funding you know for our our company and you know have grown it. You know, we'll do fifteen million this year and. And everything and natural personal care products and stuff and ways to brush your teeth and <laughs> everything else. So, but I mean, I think, you know, I think that's a great idea with what, you know, what you're talking about and, you know, where you're headed. Um, and you kind of touch base and I'd like to, we've got a few minutes left just to kind of, because we got a lot of entrepreneurs out there and they're like, oh, I need to go take venture funding and it's the sexy thing to do. And that, that's where we want to go. Just kind of, I'd like to hear your insight on it because obviously you mentioned it a minute ago and, yeah, didn't go that some path. People, some people use venture funding as an excuse to not move forward. Mm. Like literally, like uh, you know, tr they just focus so much on the next getting round. the money that they are like, well, is there really a way that I can do this without? You know, I don't have to have a five million dollar advertising blitz when I launch this. Just go launch it if it's good enough. It'll yeah, and you'll get better terms 
the further along you are on doing it yourself and proving the concept, you're at the napkin stage. So yeah, my advice is stop complaining, stop whining, stop trying to get money. Just go and go and do it. Cause if you do get money, they say it takes uh, three times longer than you expect and you'll get half as much as what you expected. So why don't you just go ahead and start today and you know, find a way to, to bootstrap it. Awesome. Cool guys. I hope you guys are really paying attention to what Frank's been talking about. A lot of different things that you can take and apply to your business. Also your health, which is super important because you got to have good health to be optimal to run your business. So uh, Frank, where can we go find out more information about what you guys got going on and ketone aid and everything else? Yeah. Our website, ketoneaid.com. And also we're on Instagram, ketoneaid. And we have a separate account for the hard ketones on Instagram as well. So hard ketones or ketoneaid is K-E-T-O-N-E-A-I-D.com. There's no Y in there. And we'll have a link right here down below. So you guys can just hit the link, go check out what Frank's up to and everything else. Before we wrap up, any one last thing? You're like, oh man, I really wanted to say this or I hope Josh was going to ask me this question. I just want to let everybody know. Oh, one of the, I never got your your take on it. You said that you, you tried the ketone ester. What did, what did you notice? And you're taking too much, first of all, <laughs> uh, half a bottle. So that's like 15 bucks a pop, which many people in their mind, they think of ketone ester, they think of it as too expensive, but they don't realize that it's actually less expensive than many of the ketone salts. Yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, I use it before I work out a lot of times. I'll, I'll take it before I work out, um, podcasting, things like that. Um, obviously, if I know I got to rip out and, you know, have like seven or eight interviews in a day. Uh, so it helps create, you know, for me, clarity and focus energy when I'm working out, uh, just kind of that extra, uh, push through. So that's the way I look at it. I mean, health standpoint wise, I try to stay not all the time, but I try to move in and out of ketosis, you know, throughout the day on different days and everything, um, to try to really optimize, uh, from a health perspective. Um, and I've actually, you mentioned it when I've done like a three to five day fast, I'll, I'll use a little bit, you know, over that three to five day fast. And it's pretty cool because I'll, I'll do the um, the blood sample and you see your kind of that, that spike after taking yeah. it after a little bit and everything else. So And people um, worry that, that the ketones go down and they think that, oh, they're stopping working, but they don't realize that ketones don't do anything in the blood. It's when it leaves the blood that they start to work. So mm. they see this, this spike and they crash like, oh, no, like, no, no, they just went from in your blood to your brain, your muscles, and you're saying multi-podcasts a day. Yeah, that's when it exponentially works is when you're failing towards the end of the day and your brain starts to fail. It, it, it's more about bringing you back up to 100% than it is about you know, overclocking you, taking you to 115. So towards the end of that three or four podcasts, that's when it really should be kicking in and feel like your first first podcast. Awesome. So yeah, that, that's my experience with it. You know, I've, like I said, I've tried a lot of different ones and you know, your guys is, has always worked the best. But for you me, haven't so. tried the alcohol yet, right? I have and, not. It's sitting here. <laughs> right? You have to see if you get a buzz. I wanted to keep it for the show. <laughs> 80% of people get a buzz with two cans. Uh, and then when they go back to the first, just one can, then they say, oh yeah, I kind of feel something. So yeah. Yeah. And while you were talking, I was thinking, man, like for like, uh, alcohol, like recovery centers, drug recovery centers and things like that. Like yeah, why wouldn't they want to have this clinical. to help people? Yeah. Well, we have to get clinical trials and prove that it helps and <laughs> all these different things. But anecdotally, it has helped uh, a lot of people. Awesome. Well, Frank, thanks for coming on the show today. Really appreciate your time. Awesome. Just really learning more of what you guys got going on and how you started to grow the company. And uh, excited just to have your time today. All right. Thank you. I am Josh Felber. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary.
Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube. 